Good morning. It's a beautiful Sunday in the old Pueblo. You're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored rock and roll radio station. This week, we speak with Chuck Huckleberry, Pima County's top administrator, about the multi-million dollar renovations to the historic county courthouse and what we expect to see in 2021. Today is January 10th. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core. We shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From A Mountain to U Arizona, and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM, streaming on downtownradio.org, also available on your iPhone or Android with our very own Downtown Radio app. You can reach us by email on the show, contact at Life Along the Streetcar. You're going to find us on Facebook. Sometimes you'll see us on Twitter. And we have all of our past episodes on our website, lifealongthestreetcar.org. And we've just added some new ways to find us through Spotify, iTunes, or simply ask your smart speaker to play our podcast. We think that's going to work. Well, we're going to start today's show with a comeback. It was a little over a year ago, January 5th, 2020. We launched the year with a story about surviving a zombie apocalypse with the team at Miller Surplus. They had everything you could possibly have at your disposal to deal with those zombies. Little did we know that we were foreshadowing the most extraordinary of years. And while we didn't quite get to zombie apocalypse, we weren't too far off. Well, as the year progressed, we aired an episode with Francisco Romero, Spanish voice of U Arizona's Wildcats football and basketball teams. And we asked him about the potential of the Wildcat football program and what was going to happen during the panic-stricken 2020. His answer to our question, it's too soon to tell. Well, it became clear to us that every show we could do would probably end with the same question and the same answer. How's it going? Too soon to tell. So we decided to take a break. That was May 10th, 2020. And I'll tell you what, we're happy to be back. And truthfully, the time off was uh, an opportunity for us to reflect on the amazing stories that we've been able to share since our original launch in 2017. We took time to create a solid plan for this year, including how we're going to do all of our remote interviews. We're looking to add video to our site. And uh, you might have heard in the opening there, we're launching the podcast in a lot of places that you can now find our past episodes. That's Spotify, iTunes, Google, Amazon. Hope you can check us out and always head over to our website. Well, our New Year's resolution is to bring life along the streetcar back. Not just the show, but the actual life. It's been an interesting 12 months, to say the least. And we want to remind all of you about how special our urban core is. Well, stay tuned. Each and every Sunday, we're going to be back with great speakers, great topics, and great information. And at the bottom of the hour, stay tuned as well for our 
encore presentations of past episodes. Well, our feature today is Pima County Administrator Chuck Huckleberry as he talks about the rebirth of Pima County's historic courthouse. History, culture, emotions, glamour all intersect at the historic Pima County Courthouse. It may be the one place where John Dillinger and Johnny Depp, who later played Dillinger, both faced a judge in the same courtroom, courtroom number one. It will soon become a destination for rock hounds and just launched the January 8th Memorial, celebrating the idea of democracy and civil discourse. Now, Pima County moved operations out of the building in 2015, and this year we are going to see the fully reimagined cultural and tourism center come back to life. Chuck Huckleberry, a native Tucsonan and Pima County's top administrator, joined us by phone to walk through this repurposed space. Name is Chuck Huckleberry. I am the county administrator, and according to the county code, I am the CEO of the county, and um, I'm responsible for all of the departments and agencies of the county that are not uh, run by uh, a separate elected official. So that's it in a nutshell. Well, that's a, a pretty big group of folks to, uh, to be managing on a daily basis. The uh, point of the call today really was to chat about the Pima County the Historic Courthouse and the renovation, but obviously 2020 has been an interesting year for everyone, and the county has been involved with a lot of uh, projects uh, throughout the entire region, but also specifically for our purposes uh, in downtown. There's been a really strong partnership, I, I would say even stronger than in the past, between uh, Pima County and the Downtown Tucson Partnership. And just just curious how that came about or what some of the things that you've been working on to, to help in the area. Well, it is um, the downtown, the county, I believe, is the largest employer downtown. So many of our employees uh, operate uh, in the downtown simply uh, during the day because they work in one of the downtown facilities or downtown buildings. So we have a keen interest in making sure that the downtown is livable and attractive and uh, basically continues to provide services to the employees of the county as well as the general community. Well, and I know from uh, my role on the, on the Partnerships Board, uh, the county was instrumental with helping the small businesses through some grant funding uh, and some uh, setting up some testing sites and just, just helping in general, keeping you know, the best that we can, the doors open um, for, for those that are, that are making downtown their, their entrepreneurial launch. I think that uh, the COVID-19 pandemic threw everybody for a loop. Um, the county is the public health agency, and so we provide public health services countywide. It's in incorporated places as well as the unincorporated area of the county. Uh, the downtown, we uh, decided early on to work closely with the partnership in order to develop a model for our assistance to small businesses and the restaurants that populate the downtown because we felt it was important that they survive uh, during the pandemic. Um, the partnership uh, has, has helped immensely. Uh, they've even to lately coordinated what we call testing sites, uh, the testing sites for the COVID-19 infection uh, in the downtown area. And so uh, we enjoyed a 
great partnership with uh, the Downtown Tucson Partnership and are really using them as the model associated how we expand our assistance to businesses or small businesses, particularly uh, that program now has been expanded to Fourth Avenue, uh, a, a couple of businesses on Mount Lemon, and some of the other businesses in the unincorporated area of the county. Well, and if you're out and about anywhere in the area, you're seeing billboards and signs on doors about Ready For You, and that's the protocols that the county put in place to the best that we can ensure safety for, uh, for those returning to business. Uh, that's correct. Uh, downtown Partnership was essential in helping getting uh, all of the small businesses and the restaurants uh, registered in our program and understanding clearly what the obligations were uh, to maintain that uh, seal of approval, which really says that the business is doing everything possible to uh, prevent the spread of COVID-19 and that uh, it essentially is is. Uh, you know, not 100% sure on any of these cases, but it's it's safe, as safe as it can be in order to visit that business. Yeah, I think safe as it can be. That's our that's our motto these days. Just we uh, we don't have complete control, but we just do everything we can to make it the the best environment we can. Correct. Uh, well, the the exciting part about um, coming out of this pandemic, and and I don't want to minimize the pain that people are still going through. But Tucson has been identified as, as one of those uh, potential um, uh, places that, that could really have a, a strong growth coming out of the pandemic. We seem to be situated well with our economic development, with our construction, and I think a lot of folks from what I'm being told and what I've been reading are looking at, at the region as a place they may want to come uh, to, to expand their business. And that, that seems to be a positive light for the next few years coming out of uh, pretty dark year. I think we're poised to see significant expansion and economic recovery uh, once the pandemic gets under control. And hopefully that'll be about the summer of uh, 21. So I think 21 is going to be probably a very good year. It's hard to predict, uh, but you never know what the next uh, crisis will be. But we don't see one in the future. And, and we see COVID-19 actually uh, beginning to, to wind down as we continue to get vaccinations uh, out into the community. So I think it's, it's uh, you know, we have, a, I think, a pretty bright future uh, simply because, uh, you know, we're a medium-sized community. Uh, we've got a lot of positive things going in economic development. Uh, the economic revitalization of downtown continues even during the pandemic. So those are all positive signs. Well, I am, uh, I am looking forward to getting out and about, and I know everyone wants to get back to their shows at Rialto and, and uh, dinners at Hotel Congress and such, and uh, as soon as it's safe, I think we'll see a, a <clears throat> that <clears throat> flood of people coming back down. And I think one of the reasons they're going to be coming back down is uh, we are really at the launch point of the renovation. Um, I think it's been going on about five or six years since the county moved operations out of the historic courthouse and it's quite a different facility on the inside. The outside still looks great. The inside's quite a bit different than it was um, in 2015. We um, completely renovated the historic courthouse and its renovation will essentially be complete in uh, probably mid-January of, of 2021. Um, we, as you know, moved uh, assessor, treasurer, recorder, 
our justice courts out of that and into a new building on uh, 240 North Stone, which is the public service center of the county, uh, and just went about methodically uh, renovating the old courthouse from taking out all of the accumulated wiring and things that had been put in that building over 40 or 50 or 60 or 70 years uh, to going in and reinforcing the old structure, bringing a lot of it up to current codes and uh, doing renovation and, and remodeling. Uh, it will be what I would believe will be the cultural and historic center of the community uh, as it as it opens. It's also the location of the January 8th Memorial, which is um, nearing completion now. Um, housed uh, within the historic courthouse will be the U of A Mineral Museum, which will be, I think, an international attraction. Uh, our um, visitor center, uh, we have a regional, Southern Arizona Regional Visitor Center located on the first floor. Uh, Visit Tucson, which is the component that basically uh, promotes tourism of the region, is located their offices in the building. We have our attractions and tourism department located in the building, and I believe that it will be one of the major attractions uh, in the entire region, which means all of southern Arizona, Arizona, and the southwest, simply because uh, the the assets that sit in that building are significant, and um, it uh, will become a major attraction along with the January 8th Memorial, uh, which uh, I believe there will be a renewed efforts in Congress to get it designated uh, as a national memorial. So it they say equal one of just a few in the country. So it has a, a very bright future as soon as we're able to get people back out safely in the community. And uh, I think some of the facilities will probably open to the public as, as early as April of uh, the 21. But we just, you know, that, that date is a little tentative. Uh, we just have to see where we stand with uh, COVID-19 infections and the degree at which the community is vaccinated. We are speaking with Chuck Huckleberry, Pima County's top administrator and the revitalization of Pima County's courthouse. We're going to be back to finish up this interview in just one moment. But I want to remind you that you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM and streaming on downtownradio.org. And we're going to be back now with our second part of the interview with Chuck Huckleberry about Pima County's courthouse and talk about some of the archaeological, archaeological finds that uh, were uncovered, a little history of that courtroom number one, and of course, details on the January 8th memorial. Well, the building itself is, I think, one of those iconic places in the Southwest. It shows up in a lot of uh, different footage and postcards and, and murals and such, so I think people are fully familiar with it. And knowing now what's what's happening on the inside, I mean, the partnerships that you must have had to engage in, I mean, the, the, the Gem and Mineral Museum, uh, I mean, this is a huge coup. This is not, this, this is a major um, uh, event for for the downtown area to get that from uh, cooperation with the university. And I think they're, they'll uh, when you begin to see the mineral museum, it is a world class exhibit. Um, it is uh, you know at the university where they're in the plant the I think the planetarium. They had very limited space and couldn't display much. Uh, here they have much bigger space. They can tell a story. Uh, of, of minerals and gems uh, throughout the world. 
and I think uh, when people begin to see it, they will understand that it is a world-class attraction. And that's your that's your background, right? Mining and engineering, or did I have that? No, you you have that correct. My first degree was in mining engineering, and my second degree was in in the masters was in civil. So, yeah, I'm basically an engineer by training, and um, have been doing administration and management for quite a long time. Well, so you had, had some connections with the uh, the college there at the university for uh, for, for mining. Um, maybe grease some wheels there to get that happening. But you know, obviously, Tucson with the Gem and Mineral Show is already the epicenter for a lot of. Uh, folks interested in, in that area and to house it all in one space um, which uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm excited I know a lot of people that are, are excited by that and to get there when you walk in you've got uh, right there on the first floor that the heritage uh, and visitor center yep. um, which is I have not seen it but I understand it's, a, it's like an interactive display of, of it's an interactive display of every attraction and it tells the history and culture of Pima County in a, in a form that is a visual, uh, has uh, artifacts on display. It will have uh, the original 1893 map of Pima County uh, when it contained both Cochise and uh, Santa Cruz counties, uh, done by George Roscrooge, uh, the original surveyor of the general area. It will have uh, the appointments of uh, Wyatt Earp and Johnny Behan as deputy Pima County sheriffs. Um, we have those original documents, and as you well know, later on, uh, Cochise was separated from Pima County in the 1880s, uh, and then uh, obviously both Wyatt Earp and Johnny Behan were involved in the uh, Tombstone uh, OK Corral uh, shootings. Uh, and they, I think as you walk around that area, you can see the footprint of the original Presidio uh, from the late 18th century that, that really was the foundation of Tucson and and you're just a block away I mean you're literally a, a good athlete could throw a football to uh, hit the Presidio Museum uh, from from the courthouse so it really is a, a cultural center uh, as you said of, of, uh, of the region and I think we when we built the January's memorial the first thing we really had to do is go in underneath the memorial and do archaeological investigations and recovery and during that process, we found the uh, original first jail uh, in Pima County. Uh, we found the first uh, city hall, the uh, city of Tucson. Uh, and below that, we found artifacts related to the Presidio. Uh, when you just walk another 30 or 40 feet uh, to the east and kind of in the courtyard area of the existing uh, 1929 courthouse, are the foundations and location of the 1880 courthouse. So you have this whole, and now you have the, the original courthouse in 1929, you have its 1950s edition, uh, and it's, um, I think, restored to its original condition. Uh, the only thing that hasn't been removed out of the building is the um, boilers that were used uh, to actually heat the building uh, with diesel fuel in, say, 1929 and 1930. Uh, the other interesting, we'll say, historic component of this is that uh, courtroom one uh, has been restored to its original 1929 condition, and that was the courtroom where Dillinger and his gang were uh, arraigned after they were arrested in Tucson and then ultimately um, extradited uh, back to, I believe, Indiana. 
Yeah, I think they were extradited to a, an escape-proof prison in Indiana, which they promptly escaped from. Uh, so they should have stayed here in, in Pima County. <laughs> uh, yes, and we have in that Dillinger courtroom, we'll have kind of uh, about an eight or ten minute clip that, you know, you know, recreates the court hearings and the proceedings and the actions uh, and uh, what occurred at that time. Well, I was doing a little research and found out that uh, a few years later, and uh, I think it was in the 90s, uh, Johnny Depp, who later played John Dillinger, uh, was actually in that same courthouse for a speeding ticket. So uh, we may That's have, correct. We have made, may have been the inspiration for, uh, for Johnny Depp's move into that, uh, into that role. And uh, we have a, uh, on the second floor, we have, a, a, you know, unique cases in, in the courts in Pima County. And uh, Johnny Depp was obviously a future uh, movie star, but we had Clark Gable oh. uh, in the 50s in that courtroom in a civil proceedings related to a traffic accident. Interesting. Yeah, that's, Tucson was the hot spot for the celebrities, for sure. Um, it, a question on the on the January eighth memorial. I mean, we're coming up um, when this airs. It'll be just after the the, the tenth anniversary of the events, and um, I, I know most people are familiar with that. But the memorial, my understanding is, it, it's not. It's really focused on the concept of of democracy and participation and civil discourse and and honoring what Congresswoman Gaff, uh, Gabrielle Giffords was doing with her Congress on the street and, and engaging the public. Um, is, that a, is that a fair assessment? Yes, that, that's fair. It's, it's, a, it's named the Embrace, and it's really modeled after how the community came together after the shooting. Uh, and so it's really, it's really this model and concept of you can disagree, but you need to do it in a civil manner uh, and do it in a way in which uh, every, everyone is respected in their opinions. And, the, and the, the bulk of the memorial is outdoors? Yes, it is. Most of it's outdoors. Uh, we'll have an interpretive uh, signage, uh, but uh, it's quite, uh, if you begin to look at it and see it, it's quite stunning. Uh, it came out uh, what we call it. It's almost in perfect unison with the concept of the courthouse. It doesn't overpower it. It actually supplements it, um, and it and it, its threshold. It's it's where you enter, you know, goes through the main court or the center of the courthouse through the archways, and so it's uh, it's really integrated into the 29 courthouse. And is it is it open air and freestanding, or do you have to go? Is it enclosed in a way, or can can people walk it, it, through it? It's open air and standing. People walk through it. They can uh, go through the interpretation of the very signage and symbols. It has four gardens uh, in each quadrant uh, dedicated to some of the victims. And so you can go off the concrete pass and walk on decomposed granite paths as if you're walking through uh, the natural desert or uh, the areas that are dedicated to these individuals who like unique things, like uh, we have a Christina Taylor Green, which is a butterfly garden. We have uh, a Daryl Stoddard um, garden, which is dominated by saguaro cactus. He likes saguaros, and so each of the gardens has their own theme. We have a garden dedicated to Judge John Roll, uh, who was a uh, federal district judge here uh, at the time of the shooting and was killed in the event. Wow, so much, so much history, so much emotion um, tied up into one, uh, one, one specific area of Tucson. I think you're right that it will become uh, that destination spot as people are, 
are finding their way around the Southwest. Well, Mr. Huckleberry, yes, certainly will. I, I have got all of my questions answered. However, um, I may not have covered everything that I should have. Uh, so is there anything that, that we, we should have discussed or anything that uh, you'd like to bring up? Anything? This will be airing in mid-January, so anything coming up in the near future that uh, people should be made aware of? Uh, not really. I think you pretty much covered it all. Um, I think the most important point is that uh, as we open the court ba house back up, it's really a public facility. Uh, has very few offices in it, and so people should feel free to come down and visit and uh, look at the history and culture of Pima County dating back to the Presidio. Well, we'll find some links to the, um, the courthouse itself and make sure we post those on our social media and we'll also uh, keep people apprised of the, uh, the dates. So as, as things open up, we will uh, make sure to, uh, to head folks uh, in that direction and just explore, um, explore this amazing part of history. And I'm, I'm kind of excited by the archaeology and, and you know, the, the original courthouse and some of those, or original jail cell and some of those things that you found. I, that's the stuff that gets me, uh, gets me somewhat excited. Yeah, they had uh, railroad spikes in the floor so that the prisoners couldn't dig out from underneath the jail. So that's kind of unusual. Well, uh, we, we do what we have to do with the tools we have at our disposal. Well, Mr. Huckleberry, County Administrator, I appreciate your time. Um, you're a native Tucsonan. I've, you've, you've, you've seen quite a transformation of your city. I, I hope you're, uh, I, I imagine you're proud of, of your role in that expansion and, and growth. and. Uh, and I thank you for, uh, for, for the, your part, and I thank you for your time today. Thank you, Tom. I appreciate it. All right, sir. Have a fantastic day. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Chuck Huckleberry, Pima County Administrator, talking to us about the historic Pima County Courthouse, and I cannot wait to get in there and check out all of those amazing finds. Well, you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, and streaming on Downtown Radio can't believe this half hour is already gone. Well, it is good to be back home here on Downtown Radio, where we belong right after DJ Bank, The Art of Easing. We've got an encore presentation of Life Along the Streetcar, and then the top of the hour is Ty Logan's Heavy Mental. And we're going to leave you today with what else but a little German happy hardcore rave and techno music band called Scooter. And I think you'll understand why. Why?